Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. I almost hit stop instead of record, so that's a great sign. Great omen. No, don't let that be the omen to the start of this book. <laughs> well, you Brenna. have not, like, been giving me a lot of promising information about, like, this book. You already said we're going to start, like, tallying my cries. I thought we're going to start with a bummer thing. I don't expect you to cry here because this is, this is just reliving What if I trauma. just, like, just cry constantly and then just throw off your uh, information? Oh, my God, a baby's clawing up my leg. Um, <laughs> we're going to get to baby time after our bummer time. We'll get to baby time. Baby time. It's be great. I'm living in baby time in, uh, in, real, in real time. <laughs> no, it's been a good day today. Yeah, oh, God, it's been a great day today. It's been a great day. Uh, for context, this is uh, Saturday, November 7th, and you guys can uh, read into that as you will. Um, I was out marching today in the streets. It's kind of exciting to be in big places when big things happen. You know, just like if in my old town, you know, if this happened, it might have been like two dozen people, two dozen very happy people. But, you know, out today, all masks, of course, we were all wearing our masks and trying to keep our distance but I mean it was just so many people just in the streets everybody was happy and celebrating and it was just very special it was very special that sounds awesome I I was in my uh I was in the um the tissue aisle of our Walmart that's a town over because my real town is so rural that we don't even have a Walmart and I found out because you texted me and then I was just kind of like, I was like, I can't cry in the tissue aisle of Walmart. Like, that's, like, don't be that person. I, I would argue that that's the perfect place to yeah, cry. Yeah, but, like, you can't open the goods. No, it was a, it was a great day. It was just... Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been a great day after a stressful week. I, I had stress, not only election stress, but I also had baby stress. Um, yes. Just, I had moving stress. We've all had a little extra stress. Yeah, just so everyone knows, Baby is okay, but Baby was, uh, Hobbit was introduced to, this was, I thought I was doing a good job weaning him slowly, but apparently I did it too fast and hard. Um, my real mess up was doing a variety of food rather than just one, one type of food. I don't know, I got the variety mm -hmm. pack, I, feel, I felt like a good deal, but, um. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, I, I thought we were okay, I ended up not being okay, but, because. But, but Baby Gut can't handle the spice of life quite yet. Yeah, he, he ended up, uh, on Friday, or on Friday morning, I found blood in his stool, and that's not a good sign, so I called the vet mm -hmm. and brought him in, um, paid for the emergency visit, and so he's totally fine. He just, he has a sensitive tummy, so he's back on formula for a couple of days, and then we're going to slowly reintroduce uh, one type of kitten food. So, no harm, mm -hmm. no foul, and he has a probiotic right now. Yeah, getting that good baby gut. Yeah, getting that good, like, gut flora a-growing and going, so. Yeah. He's, he's all good. He's like, he, I could tell, like, I was scared, but he was like, even though it was sad because, like, I could tell his, uh, like, poops were painful. <laughs> like, he was, no, like, he was baby. making upset noises as he was trying to pass, uh, uh, the things he needed to pass. Um, but now he is, like, but he was still, like, full of energy when he wasn't feeling good. But now he's, like, 100% back. So. That's good. No worries. Um, well, that's enough about my, uh, kitten's rectum. Um. Welcome to the poop parade. Where we just care about poop. And parades. You and took parades. Of, you took part of a parade um, of sorts, and I uh, was dealing with poop. Yeah. Because I'm Ember Heart. 
And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? So we are in a whole new book, um, Blue Star's Prophecy. Blue Star's Prophecy. Probably. It feels a little weird to be doing another super edition because, I mean, but we did spend like two years doing a series. So. Yeah, I think I would like to do this because I would like to unlock all the Blue Star content for you. That's so funny that that's the reason why. It's not like. You're, you want to, like, give me the best experience of the story. You're well, like, no. no, there's some maps you need to see. <laughs> well, but also, also, Blue Star's prophe- Prophecy, I think, is in my top three super editions. I so we're getting all the adore. good stuff out of the way first. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for this book. I love this book. So I got some book facts for you. Want to know some book facts? Um, once again, I'm going to ask you to stop uh, harshing on my... Uh... On my style, uh, try a different name for your segment, ma'am. Um, you get the whole podcast as your segment, so... Book? Um, book notes. <gasps> Footnotes! Footnotes! All right. So, Blue Star's Prophecy was written by Kate Carey, and this is one of her favorite books. I don't think one of her favorite to write, but just her favorite books in general. Wasn't it just her birthday? It was I think recently I saw that on Kate Carey's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Kate Carey. Wishing you... Health and wealth. Yeah. Health and wealth and warrior cats. <laughs> um, it was published on July 28th, 2009. Um, uh, I was in middle school. That was my first year of high school. Would have been my last year in middle school then. Yeah. 2009, 2009. Uh, I'd have to scroll through Facebook to remember anything about 2009. <laughs> Let's not remember yeah, 2009. Yeah, we don't need to. Uh, let, me look up the... The, let me look up the top song real quick. Okay. Cause that, of that July was... 28th specifically? Oh, sure. Because that just like gives you context of like where the world was. Or at least like where you were emotionally. Mm-hmm. Oh! Oh! You know what? That's, oh my gosh, this was a great year. Um, it was I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Wow. The best, the the song that you went ham for in your uh, school's cafetorium, which was the uh, cafeteria that was also the auditorium. And also Taylor Swift's You Belong With Me, which. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, that one. That, that, uh, I, see, I wasn't a map person growing up, uh, uh, a multiple anime project. I was an AMV anime motion video or animated motion video i don't remember what it stands but you were the animash right that was no i had a friend who did animashes okay i just i just watched a lot of them no yeah no no that's what i'm saying is you were into the because when i think of amv i think of a fully animated warrior cat video yeah no uh animash i think the amv is the way i understand it we're like people re-editing anime clips to songs oh no i'm People call animated one of the AMVs. Yeah. Your map's either an AMV or a PMV. Well, now <laughs> now that we've time-traveled, what else about this book? Um, this was the second super edition. Ooh. Um, so we just read the first one, obviously, with Firestar's Quest. This is the second one. Um, and this one has a whopping 42 chapters. 
Holy Casanova, or Holy Casanova, I should say. That is... They're super. These are super. Due to the book's size, the Russian translation was two volumes. That's amazing. All right, well, one last footnote. Um, this one's kind of a, a trivia. Oh, I love trivia. Trivia fun fact. Um, in the allegiances, so um, you you lost you don't me. get to you don't get to hold the warrior cat books very often. <laughs> yeah, um, no, rarely. So um, now, in the beginning of every book, there's a list of all the cats in the books and their positions. Have you have you seen that? I, think I briefly remember that from when I when we did the first like first couple episodes of the first book. I think you showed me. Um, cause I, yeah. I think I vaguely remember, uh, Tiger Claw being deputy. Yeah. So in these allegiances, obviously Tiger Claw isn't even mentioned cause he's not born yet. Right. They he's, only really. He's not even a glimmer in his daddy's eye. Yeah. His, his mama's a baby. It has in, under River Clan though, it has Lily Stem as Cro- Crooked Kit, who you'll know as Crooked Star and Oak Kit's mother. But in Crooked Star's Promise, her name is changed to Rainflower. Okay, every name she has hits, though. So, Lily yeah. Stem, I like a little bit more. Just because I I love the sir uh, prefix, uh, it's not a prefix, uh, suffix of um, stem. I think it that's is not, very good. I don't think that's used enough. Um, so, Lily Stem is my canonical name for her. I don't really care. No, you want Lily Stem to go to someone cooler. You're not going to like Rainflower. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, fine. Lily Stem can be my OC. Do not steal. All right, well, we're going to go through the prologue now, but you've already you've already gone through this trauma. So we're just going to rip this bandaid off. Oh, my God. Okay. Blue Star skids to a halt at the top of the slope. The stench of dogs hits her throat. Does it rhyme? What? Why is it rhyming? I don't know. That's how I... I guess I make poetry and I don't realize it. <laughs> the ferns below shake as the dark shapes swarmed, and Fireheart's orange pelt flashes like a flame through the green undergrowth. He's keeping a good distance, but the lead dog is closing in on him. No, Blue Star thinks. Not that one. You cannot oh, use him so as cool. prey. <gasps> Oh, this is so cool. Seeing this from her point of view, seeing her snap to reality. I'm depressed, though. This is so cool, but I'm so sad. Blue Star hurls herself down the slope. She can hear the river crashing in the gorge, and she wonders if Fireheart will be able to lure them over the edge. What if the lead dog catches him first? She breaks through the undergrowth to see Fireheart in the jaws of the huge dogs. Ah! I forgot this happened. Crap. Oh, Star Clan, no. The dog is shaking Fireheart triumphantly. Jesus. I, jeez, Louise. He wasn't even a, he didn't even have extra lives at this point. I'm amazed no. he made it. <laughs> I will not let you destroy my clan, Blue Star roared as she flung herself at the dog. Ooh. He drops Fireheart and spins in surprise. That's my girl. Blue Star swipes at the dog but gets only air. The ledge is crumbling beneath the pack leader's paws, and he's scrambling to get a grip. The rest of the pack is closing in, and Fireheart shouts her name in warning. But she doesn't take her eyes from the lead dog. The pack is upon them, howls turning to yelps as they skidded towards the edge of the gorge. 
the first dog falls. But Blue Star keeps her eyes fixed on the pack leader. She hisses that he never should have threatened Thunder Clan. <laughs> Suddenly, the dog stretches his head and bites down on her foreleg. Ow. She slips as the dog drags her over the edge as he falls. Wind roared around her. The river swirled below. She's able to struggle free of the dog just before she hits the water. And the cold water knocks the breath out of her. She struggles blind against the current, desperate for air. Goosefeather's prophecy burns in her mind. Who? who? Water will destroy you. She was going to drown, here, in the foaming waters of the gorge. Don't give up. A meow sounds clear and familiar through the roar of the water. Is this her ghost girlfriend? Ocart? Oh, her ghost boyfriend! The father of her kits is murmuring in her ear. Her ghost husband. It's like running through the forest, he says. Let your paws do the work. Raise your chin. Let the water carry you up. Oh my god, did he teach her to swim? His voice lifts her, calming her panic, and she finds herself churning her paws steadily. She's able to reach the surface and grab a gulp of air. That's the way, Oakheart whispers into her ear. And his voice sounds so gentle, so welcoming. Perhaps she should just let the river sweep her away into the softness of his fur. But his mew is sharp when he tells her to swim, head for the bank. Our kits are waiting. Oh, that still hurt. It still hurt. The wound was closed. It's reopened. And I will say, what is up with these leaders and their ghosts, like, uh, mates, like, <laughs> Not giving them an inch once they die. <laughs> Wait, that's, you know, actually, that's giving uh, uh, Miss Sweet Sweet Spotted Leaf too much credit. She was never a mate. No, she was never a mate. And Oakheart's just coming when, I mean, she's in the river. This is his territory. And, and it also <laughs> does make sense because, like, we know and she kind of knows that she's very close to death that he would mm-hmm. be there. Just yes. the way the way that ghosts in Star Clan kind of works the 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 veil is lifting that it's it's getting kind of wavy of whether she's in life yes. or death right now but the part where he said our kids are waiting is uh uh i i probably would have like had to stop reading at that point like i i would have had to put the book down in the middle school library and been like okay do a pace around and then finally return our kids the thought of them hits her like lightning and Oakheart says she can't leave them without saying goodbye Energy surges through her. A dog hits her underwater on its way down to the gorge. Ow! Oakheart urges that she can do it, but she's so exhausted. Her legs flail uselessly. Teeth grab her scruff. Is Oakheart going to take her to safety? But it's Fireheart, and he tells her to keep her head up. Your bonus son. Yeah, bonus son. Bonus boy. Another body brushes hers. More dogs? No. She feels. Your real son. She feels strong, gentle movement of other cats around her. Is Star Clan taking her? Barely Dang, conscious. She was really supported by like her kids in the end. Like I, mm-hmm. I guess that really didn't hit me, but all of her children, both adopted and non. Yeah. Both blood and water. Yeah. Well, barely conscious, she lets herself be dragged through the water until there was solid ground beneath her. I feel that. Blue Star? A cat asks. Ooh. It's Mistyfoot. Was Stonefur here too? 
We're both here, he says. A strong paw presses against her flank. Oakheart was right. Their kits were waiting for her. Blue Star opens her eyes. Stone fur. Wide shoulders, so much like his father. Blue Star feels a breath on her cheek. Is she okay? It's the voice of her daughter. Fireheart is telling her she's safe now. Blue Star hardly hears him. She's staring at her kits. <laughs> you saved me, she says. Mistyfoot shushes her gently, tells her to try not to talk. Blue Star thinks, but there's so much to say. She asks for their forgiveness for sending them away. Oakheart had promised that Greypool would be a good mother to them. Stonefur says flatly that she was. Blue Star flinches and says she owes her so much. And Oakheart for mentoring them so well. She watched them grow and saw how much they gave to their adopted clan. And if she had made a different choice, they would have given all of their strength to ThunderClan. Blue Star shudders, struggling for air. Forgive me, she says. Time stops as her kids look to each other with uncertainty. Please forgive me, Blue Star thinks. And Firestar tries to plead her case, but Blue Star thinks for him to stop. It would mean nothing if it had to be dragged from them. Mistyfoot bends her head and licks her cheek. We forgive you, Blue Star. And Stonefur echoes, we forgive you. Blue Star closes her eyes as her kits begin to lick her drenched pelt. It was the first time she'd shared tongues with them since that snowy day she had left them to Oakheart. There was no more need to cling to her last life. Firestar would rekindle a new flame and blaze through the forest in her place. ThunderClan was safe, and she closed her eyes and gave way to dizzying blackness. It is kind of wild that in her lifetime, fire and water are kind of like the opposite forces of what most people would like associate them to be traditionally. Like fire is usually seen as a destructive force and water is sort of a soothing life bringer. But for her, mm -hmm. water brought death and her end of her life. Um, and, and fire was her salvation. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean, water kind of literally, and fire a little more figuratively. I mean, the yeah. fire came uh, uh, also physically and not Yeah, and that kind of sucked. But, but and she was like, Did I, do I not know how to like read these signs as good as I thought? Maybe the water thing isn't that scary. <laughs> okay. So we're through that bummer part. So it's we baby start, time. We start with death. And are we going whoop, 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 into the time machine? We're in the time machine. I'm, I'm ready for baby time. Shouldn't she have opened her eyes by now? Hush, Swift Breeze. She's only a day old. She'll open them when she's ready. <laughs> Blue Kit feels the rasp of her mother's oh. tongue and nestles oh, we're closer starting... to Moonflower's belly. We're starting with baby, 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 Blue. baby. Okay, I actually had, like, the random thought before we, um, when she was saying, like, he calls out her name of, when you become a leader, I know she was a leader for a very long time, but I imagine to be like, oh, that is my name. Oh. <laughs> the way that Watch me names, mess it up. 
yeah, just the way names are in Warriors is, is very interesting. And, and I suppose I have a different relationship with my name as a cisgender person than, like, other folks may have. But, but in Warriors, they are always changing. They're always changing. And that's just, I, I like that because, you know, it, at least in, in the culture I live in, it's only, you only get one. And then maybe a new one if you get married, maybe. Swift Breeze points out that Snow Kit opened hers this morning, and hers opened their eyes the moment they were born. Leopard Kit and Patch Kit are natural warriors, she says. Poppy Dawn teases with a purr that they all know no kit can compete with hers. Who are all these people? And is that, wait, is that Leopard Kit? No. Okay. Oh, there was another leopard before, huh? They didn't make yes. it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're in different clans. They can have the same name in different clans. Yeah, and maybe Leopard Star wasn't even born yet. No, she's not born yet. Okay. Not for a while, actually. Not, not our traumatized mom. No, uh, you know Patch Kit. Mom. I do Patch have Patch Kit. Yeah, Patch Kit um, becomes uh, Patch Pelt in the Elder's Den. Yeah. He has such a cute name. A paw pokes Blue Kit's side. <laughs> the disrespect. Snow Kit, her sister whispers, Come on, there's so much to look at. Oh she wants God. to go outside, but Moonflower won't let her until Blue Kit's ready. Moonflower chides that Blue Kit will open her eyes in her own time. Yes, Blue Kit agrees, in my own time. And actually, Girl, I like you to... don't have time. Hurry up. <laughs> you got so much to do. I'd actually like to point out that um, cats usually actually take about 9 to 14 days to open their eyes. Yeah. Not one. Blue Kit wakes to the sound of Leopard Kit and Patch Kit scuffling outside. She hears them say warrior. Warrior. Blue Kit wiggles out from under her sister and smells the forest through the gaps of the nursery. Excitement makes her paws twitch. She's gonna be a warrior. It's so weird that they have, like, cognizant thoughts. I'm, like, trying to imagine if I was, a, like, uh, the way the babies work in this universe suddenly is very confusing. Yeah, no, they're all, like, ready to go, like, instantly for some reason. They all reason. have, like, coherent personalities and object permanence. <laughs> like, that's wild. Yeah. She knows what a forest is. For the first time, she opens her eyes. Hey, girl, hey! Welcome to the world. Blinking against the light that pierced through the bramble roof, she looks around her. The nursery is huge. Look around, look around. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a real Hamilton mood. Still. Right, aren't we? Aren't we all? Poppy Dawn lay on one side. She didn't oh. have any kits yet. Poppy Dawn. Oh. Poppy Dawn. Why Why did the names go downhill in ThunderClan? My goodness. Man. I mean, we have some good ones, I'd say. Like we'll get good ones. ones again. Don't worry. Okay. But, man, they really show up and show out in these yeah. uh, uh, later books. Swift Breeze is curled in a nest beside her. The most familiar scent came from behind her. Blue Kit gazes at her mother, and she wonders if she looks like her. But looking over her shoulder, she finds her pelt is fluffy, not sleek, and hers is dark gray all over, not light gray with stripes like Moonflower. Not yet, she thinks. So her mom's name is Moonflower? Moonflower. Snow Kid is laying on her back, all white except for the gray tips of her ears. 
She whispers her sister's name. She blinks open her eyes. They're blue. Blue Kit wonders if hers are blue, too. All, all kittens have blue eyes. I guess not in this universe. Okay, bonus, bonus cat fact. Uh, We're going to get actually a few of those as I delve into this. Okay. <laughs> Snow Kit leaps up. She's opened her eyes. Now they can go out of the nursery. Flower's like, okay. <laughs> Blue Kit says Patch Kit and Leopard Kit are outside. They should surprise them. Poppy Dawn raises her head and tells them not to go too far. Blue you guys Kit- were just born yesterday. Maybe right. chill out. I'd be a much more protective mom than Moonflower. I guess, like, more power to her because her daughter became one of the most powerful women in this entire clan. But, like, (laughs) you were born yesterday. What is there to explore? You need to figure out the 4x4 space you're in right now, still. Blue Kit asks Snow Kit where Poppy Dawn's kits are. Snow Kit tells her that they won't arrive for another two moons. Arrive, Blue Kit thinks? Where from? (laughs) You literally just came out. Apparently you remember, like, everything except from that? Okay. Well, and I would just like to say that that seems a little early for Poppy Dawn to be in the nursery if she's due in two moons. Maybe seems... she maybe she was, like, there to witness the other births and she just decided to do the sleepover. <laughs> or maybe she's having bed rest. Like, maybe she's not having a great pregnancy. Maybe it's kind of a hard maybe. one. Maybe. Although, if we're saying, if we're saying that um, three months of gestation for them, it doesn't seem, like, soon enough. And Google Google says it's 63 days, so it really is more like two months, but warriors have it longer. Yeah. So I don't think it makes sense for her to be in the nursery. I'm, my headcanon is that she's uh, uh, had some complications, so they've been keeping a close eye on her, and she wanted to witness the birth of the other cats, so she kind of... Yeah, died. maybe she just wants to help out. Yeah, because, I mean, maybe, because the, 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 um, oh, what are the mamas all called? queens yeah the queen the queens <laughs> hey, well queen. um maybe the queen the queens are kind of all like working together so maybe she was like hey i'm gonna give birth so soon so i gotta help out now just because yeah like just because i'm not due yet doesn't mean i get off easy like these girls need help well google google says that um cats start to show at about the five week mark so i i, I think my head canon now is that she like was like and not going to be caught slacking, so she wanted to be there, help out, help clean the kits that's if needed. Good. You know, I like that. Poppy Dawn, she's Poppy she's Dawn a good is egg. yeah, she's she's a, a type A. She's like, I'm here, I'm ready. And they're like, you're you're very pregnant. You don't need to help out right now. She's like, I I will. <laughs> Blue Kit tumbles after Snow Kit on her way out of the nursery, and she slides down her mother's back and lands in the soft moss. Oh my god. It's so cute. A paw clamps down on her tail, and her mother asks where she thinks she's going. Blue Kit turns and blinks at her. Outside? Moonflower purrs loudly, and she sounds relieved when she says, You've opened your eyes. I decided it was time, Blue Kit says proudly. Oh my god. Oh my god, Blue Star. She's the same. Yes. (laughs) She's, She's not changed. And Moonflower says, they're swift breeze, with a satisfied mew. She told her she'd do it when she was ready. And Swift Breeze says, of course, I I was just thinking of my own kits. Theirs were open sooner. All right, Swift Breeze. breeze. I mean, I love a Karen um, in, like, 
the cosmic sort of way. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep giving you chances. Moonflower turns to her kits. So, are you going to go out and see the world? Blue Kit asks, why not? Patch Kit and Leopard Kit are already out. Because you were born yesterday. Yeah, Moonflower says they're five moons old. Much bigger than she is, so they can play outside. Blue Kit asks if it's dangerous. Moonflower yes. says, not in camp. Well, eh. You know, there's a lot of cats around camp. Eh. Although, um, in a few years, uh, Snow Kit will uh, prove that that's not true. That's, yeah, in a decade or so. <laughs> <laughs> Then we can go, Blue Kit says. Moonflower sighs and give her gives her pelt a lick. She supposes she has to let them leave sometime. I guess they on day born, two. They were <laughs> This is like the type of bird that's like, oh, your eyes are open, push from the nest. She tells them to straighten their whiskers. She wants them to look perfect when they meet the clan. Blue Kit asks if she's coming with them. Moonflower asks if she wants her to. Blue Kit shakes her head. They're going to go surprise Patch Kit and Leopard Kit. You, your mom can't come with. You were born. I'm, I know I keep saying that, but you were born yesterday. Like, your mom can come with. Your first prey. Off you go, then. Blue Kit bounces <coughs> around and sprints for the opening. And I look this up, and kittens don't start walking until week four. Literally, no, for real. That's four year, four, four weeks old was how old he was when we got him. And he, he was, like, still... Mm-hmm. He was tottering. Still, I wouldn't say struggling, but he was still like the uh, failing to use his back legs to their full extent. Like he he was still trying to understand how back legs worked. So like now, maybe maybe we think of them as four weeks old. Yeah, that would make more sense. Also, um, I just gotta say, uh, Blue Star from the get go was like, I I'm here to win. I, she's here to win. Second day out. I'm ready. <laughs> Moonflower calls after them to not get under any cat's paws and stay together. Blue Kit pushes out of the nursery and stares in awe around camp. This was her territory. Would she How? ever know her way around? How do you even know the concept? You just thought the nursery was big. We're, we're going to pretend. We're going to pretend. Uh, yeah. The they're four weeks. Four weeks. Sorry, four weeks. Sorry. And, and Blue <laughs> There's no sign of Patch Kit or Leopard Kit. Snow Kit doesn't know where they've gone, but says, look at that prey. The Snow Kit's a little confusing, I will say. Oh, this is a new Snow Kit. This is a yeah. different Snow Kit. Not the a, first not a, Snow Kit. Not a blind Snow Kit or death. No, sorry. No. Uh, right, there is. This is the. This is a different Snow Kit. Blue, blue, blue Kit's sister. So, they're sisters. They're going to take on the world. I'm a little scared. Because uh, I've never heard of a snow suffix to be decided. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. On top of the fresh kill pile sits a fat, fluffy squirrel. She'd smelled prey before on the queens in the nursery, but wonders what it would taste like. Okay, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even be... Okay, even if we're pretending they're four weeks old... Oh, they're not ready. Yeah. Please stop biting me! <sighs> Yeah, he's gotten much more vocal. I thought you wanted to lay down, so that's why I let you on my lap. And then you were like, no, 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 we're nomming. Anyway, I'm sorry. She'd smelled prey before on the queens in the nursery, but wonders what it would taste like. She tries to grab a mouse, but the squirrel rolls off the pile and falls on top of her. And that day on, she decided squirrels. (laughs) I hate them. (laughs) 
The warriors beside the nettle patch purr in amusement. I've never seen fresh kill attack a cat before, one of them says. Uh-huh. The other tells her to be careful. All that fluff might choke her. Blue Kid is hot with embarrassment as she wiggles out from under it and insists it just fell on her. She doesn't want to be remembered as the kit who was jumped on by a dead squirrel. I can't get over how type A she already is. Such a little try hard. Like That's probably what her mother's thinking watching her from the nursery. Right, right. She's like, I'm good. I'm good. She probably cleaned herself. Hey, you two. Blue Kit recognizes Patch Kit from his nursery scent. He asks if their mother knows they're out. Of Does course. your mother? Oh, that's my favorite ABBA song. <laughs> of course, Blue Kit says, spinning around to see him for the first time. Oh, she hadn't expected Patch Kit to be so big. Girl, you were born yesterday. <laughs> and he's five moons, so he's like. He's like. Pretty close to full grown. Yeah, five moons is like months, correct? Am I remembering that? Yeah, Yeah. so he's like pretty old. He's older than you, bud. You're not even a moon old. Well, oh, you're a moon and a half, actually. His black and white fur was already smooth like a warrior's, and she had to tip her head back to look up at him. Leopard Kit scampers after him, her black coat shining in the sun. She's more of a puma kit, then. Well, you know, they don't. I don't. Maybe she has subtle spots. Or they don't, I don't know if they really know what a leopard looks like. Usually they're named that, usually they're named that, um, like. Well, leopards um, can be all black, but I think they're usually yeah. called pumas then. No, I think puma. Let me oh, I don't it. know. But, um, a lot of times they're named that because they want them to have, like, the spirit of the great cat. A lot of times it's for kits that are kind of struggling, maybe. And they're like, I want this kit to be strong as a tiger. Strong mm. as a leopard. Leopards can be all black. But it's a, it's a, a, a like a melanin, um, yeah, a, a genetic variation. So they're pretty rare. She stops and stares in delight at Snow Kit and Blue Kit. You've opened your eyes, she says. <laughs> Blue Kit tries to smooth her fluffy pelt, wishing it was as sleek as theirs. Two days old, already has body image. Oh my god, and she's <laughs> taking in, like, so much information right now, and her her brain's decided to have, like, dysmorphia as one of her first, like, cognizant thoughts. That I guess she just wants to look older, you know? Yeah, oh, I wish I looked older. She's, she's a type A. She wants to be, like, mature, and it's like, girl, that will mess you up. That will give you a complex. <laughs> Leopard Kit offers to show them around, and Snow Kit says, yes, please. So Blue polite. Kit. I love Snow Kit. I'm. Snow I don't Kit's want any. I don't want anything gem. bad to happen to her, Maureen. I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Nothing bad will happen to Snow Kit. I'm gonna uh, cry. Blue Kit doesn't want to be shown her territory. She wants to explore it herself. Oh my! But Leopard God. Kit is already starting her tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, before I die of, yeah. of, like, joy and this wholesome moment ends, do you want your cat fact? Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope you're ready for this, because I am not. <sighs> Absolute silence, please. <laughs> God, is that a book? It's my notebook, yes. In the criminal justice system, 
cap-based laws are weirdly common. The hosts of this podcast, the dedicated detectives who investigate these weird cat laws, bring you this segment of cat facts. These are those facts. (laughs) I couldn't play the sound effect because I found out that it's copyrighted. Um, I'm so, but I think you did a good job. Thank you. Um, and also, there is a, a, a Law & Order uh, like sound effect button that I did re-download, because um, I downloaded it once upon a time. Um, but then I looked up to see if it's copyrighted, and it is. So, anyway. Folks, as you already know from my amazing intro, uh, we are going to be exploring cat law. Specifically, weird cat laws. And there are cat laws that exist in most municipal codes that decide how many cats, uh, like, one household can have, uh, things about, you know, get ridding of excrement, wild cat laws, etc., etc. Mm-hmm, we're not mm-hmm. we're not focusing on those. Okay. Um, we're also not focusing on listicle, like, cat laws that can't be credited because, folks, we're all about... The facts. The facts here. This the is facts. cat facts. I have read more municipal codes in the past 24 hours than I ever had in my have, have in my life just I shout out to the website um municode that has pretty much all municipal codes in a search bar so I could just search cat and see if um the ones I found were real anyway we are traveling to a place near and dear to both hosts Wisconsin specifically yes. Sun Prairie Wisconsin Sun Prairie. Have you ever been? Yeah. Burn oh, yeah? there. Oh, cool. I, I only went to college I mean, in Wisconsin, so I didn't really I, travel that much there. I haven't, like, gone for a visit in Sun Prairie specifically, but it's it's like a Madison suburb. Yes, yeah. It's yeah, it's a pretty big place. Um, Wisconsin was. So, in Title Six, Animals, Chapter 6.04, Animal Control Code 6.04080 Dogs and cats are restricted on cemeteries. No dog or cat shall be permitted in any public cemetery. Every dog specially trained to lead blind persons shall be exempt from this section. So, legally in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin there better not be a cat in any cemeteries. (laughs) So, of course, I had to dig into this. Um, Yes. uh, In my search, I could not figure out when or why this became part of their municipal code. However, I did find uh, in September 2017, uh, the Sun Prairie Star reported about uh, this uh, specific part of their law uh, being reported on on dumblaws.com. (laughs) <laughs> and that is where I found this law <laughs> originally. <laughs> uh, and they actually interviewed uh, Officer John Lothal uh, about this law. And he stated that it's it's more about uh, public safety and respect for property, if anything. And mm. in his 19 years on the force, uh, no one has been cited for that law. There were other laws uh, that were on from their municipality, which was like no building nuclear bombs in your own house, um, and <laughs> you, uh, you cannot um, you cannot take your uh, hands off a handlebar of if you're riding a bike. Um, and he oh. stated that uh, he wouldn't um, usually you wouldn't be cited for that sort of thing. You would probably 
just be given a, a, a safety warning, <laughs> you know, just being like, hey, man, put your put your hands on the, the, the bars. They did not comment specifically on the cemetery uh, and the no cats allowed. He did say that, you know, we can't, uh, a cat, <laughs> we, the cat might have wandered in, um, but like, we, can, we, we can't like stop them, but like, don't Excuse bring a me? cat. Excuse me, mittens? Mr. Mittens, <laughs> Mittens, I have to write you a ticket for this. Where's your, your owner? third one this year? Yeah, Sa- where's Sandra? I know she's right there. Sandra, stop pretending you can't hear the doorbell. I have Mittens right here. Come get him. We're gonna have to lock him up and put him in the drunk pen if you don't pay for this. And she's like, she's like, he just wants to visit his mom's grave. He bought flowers this morning. <laughs> when I when I was trying to look up more information, there is pet cemeteries in Sun Prairie, so. I don't okay. think they're banned from those <laughs> cemeteries. Hopefully not. Um, How are they supposed to pay their respects? <laughs> but yeah, um, I and I did appreciate that in the code it did state that uh, if it was you know an animal used for uh, folks who use it for assistance that they're blind um, that they're allowed because I think that that would be a big oversight. <laughs> that would be a tool move. That would be, and and I would say, they also mentioned in the article um, that I will have, I'll have all of this stuff, uh, you too can read Sun Prairie Municipal Code, because uh, I'll have it linked <laughs> in our, uh, in the podcast <laughs> details, that they said, like, these municipal codes are, like, mainly for the safety and help of people, and in 2017, they had just brought in, um, uh, they brought in an anti-discrimination ordinance to know that all people are welcome in Sun Prairie. So they, they, they're like, we, we know that some stuff seems silly and odd um, mm-hmm. and, and, and like out of context, but all of it, they said, is usually done to protect people and to make sure like harm don't fall on people. So mm-hmm. it, this isn't really a situation where I think someone did something so weird that they needed to make the law. <laughs> I think it was a more so uh, if people walk through a, a cemetery with their dog they didn't want them to like leave dog poop yeah because some people are awful with their dogs right so i think that's kind of the the logic and they kind of just put cats in there since they're like oh, cats can go on leashes too <laughs> that's kind of my thought <laughs> we don't want to discriminate against cats on leashes <laughs> right so I, I unfortunately i really couldn't find what specifically uh caused this to get in there i did uh, in the article, it does say uh, prior code 718, and I couldn't figure out what that prior code I looked everywhere for what that prior code was, but um, uh, I hope you guys appreciated that cat law intro and the new cat facts. <laughs> uh, we'll see if this series continues, but you'll know by the intro when it does. By Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I should have named my cat Dick Wolf. <laughs> that man's given so much to us. All right. She starts with the apprentice den, adding that in one moon, her and Patchkit will be sleeping there. Snowkit races after her, and Patchkit asks Blue Kit if she's coming. Blue Kit is looking at the nursery, and she asks if he'll miss his old nest, and she feels a flicker of anxiety. She likes sleeping next to Moonflower. Patchkit yells that he can't wait to move into his new den and races towards the apprentice den. Do the do the do the queens stay in the nursery for a while? Or do they go back to the warrior den after a bit? Um, it kinda depends. 
Um, I just I don't some think of I've them ever... do. It depends on how crowded. Um, oh the nursery yeah, gets. and and I think it also would probably make sense. Kind of what we were saying before that if someone was expecting, maybe some other queens would stay to assist. Um, mm-hmm. So like maybe right now Moonflower, she just had her kits, but she's gonna recuperate, and all she she's she's gonna stay for the other queen who's expecting. Usually they'll stay. I mean, you know, Blue Kit and Snow Kit are still nursing. They still kind of, they still need a lot of supervision. So she'd stay probably for the first, it'll, we'll get into that later as yeah. they grow. And I think it, it, looking back on it, I think it makes sense that she was like, okay, you guys can go outside. Cause she was literally watching them and they were going to meet up with some older kids that she knew was not going to like yeah. punch them right in the face as soon as they came out. Well, he, uh, Patch Kit says it'll be great to be able to talk without Swift Breeze telling them to be quiet. Swift Breeze, I... Something about that Karen energy. I kind of like her. Everyone's going to be questioning my taste in women. They should. Blue Kit follows, and a sleepy tortoiseshell apprentice comes out of the den. Ooh. She yawns and says once he starts his training, he'll be glad for some sleep. Patch Kit says hello to Dapplepaw. Wait, do we know this? Dapplepaw? Yeah, you know Dapple. She uh, she becomes Dapplepelt. Oh, I love her Or, wait, name. no, no. Dapple? Leaf? Dapple Leaf. Oh, Dapple. yeah, she's the elder that we talked about last yes. time. Yes. Oh, baby. I just love the word Dapple. Looking at Dapplepaw's sleek pelt and muscles, Patchkit didn't seem so big. Leprechaun tells her they're showing Blue Kit and Snow Kit around camp. Your it's bisexuality is showing Blue Blue Kit. Oh. <laughs> Dapplepaw jokes that they better show them the dirt place, because Whitepaw was complaining this morning about cleaning out the nursery. It's been <laughs> filled with kits for moons, and more are on the way. <laughs> Blue Kit says Snow Kit and her can keep their nest clean from now on. Yeah, we don't Dapple have to Paw. poop inside anymore. Dapplepaw says she'll tell Whitepaw that. She'll be delighted to hear it. And Blue Kit wonders if she's teasing. <laughs> Patchkit says he can't wait to hunt. And he gets into the crouch. And Dapplepaw starts correcting him. Blue wow. Kit is watching intently. She'll be the best hunter Thunderclan has ever seen. Girl, you don't even Blue Kit know. longs to try. But not until she has practiced it herself. Yeah, she doesn't want to be, be, be embarrassed again. Blue Kit whispers to Snow Kit that they should leave them to it. Snow Kit says, leave them. Blue Kit says, yeah, they should go explore by themselves. Alright, okay, girl. I kind of love that she's just like, you know what, screw it. We're two. And by that, it'd be two days We're two old. days. Snow Kit starts to say that it's fun hanging out with them, but Blue Kit's already backing away. There she go. She dashes under a low-hanging bush. Patch Kit and Leopard Kit wouldn't find them in there. She catches her breath and takes in lots of different scents. She wonders how many cats there are in ThunderClan. And did they all really fit in the camp? No. In fact, we drive people out on a rink. Snowkit joins her, and Moonflower said, because Moonflower said they have to stay together. Yeah. The older kits in Dapplepaw look puzzled at the nursery, but decided that Blue Kit and Snowkit must have returned to their nest. We are and great Kit caretakers. Says, Patchkit says that now Dapplepaw can take them to the Sandy Hollow like she promised. And Blue Kit suddenly wished she had stayed. What's the Sandy Hollow? I don't remember this. That's where the that's where the apprentices train. 
the training hall. Oh, right. The, the, the Naruto Shippuden, like, area. Yes. Dapplepaw protests that she'd never promised. And Leopard Kit says they'll get in trouble. They aren't supposed to leave camp until they're apprentices. Dapplepaw glances around the clearing and shows she'll take them to the edge of the ravine. But that's all. <laughs> Jealousy burns in Blue Kit as she watches them disappear through the entrance tunnel. And she thinks maybe they can follow them and see where they go. Suddenly, a muzzle nudges her hindquarters and sends her skidding out of her hiding place. And Snow <laughs> Kit tumbles out after her. It's your mom. A- a gray tabby face peers out at them from the leaves. Or not. What are you doing here? This is the warrior's den. <laughs> Snow Kit apologizes and backs away. But Blue Kit faces the warrior. How are we supposed to know? <laughs> We're two days old! <laughs> We're two days old! old. <laughs> We're just born! The Tom narrows his eyes and asks if they are Moonflower's kits. Blue Kit lifts her chin. I can tell by your spunk. She wasn't afraid of this grouchy warrior. Yes, she says. I'm Blue Kit, and this is Snow Kit. The tabby comes out of the bush. He is even bigger than Dapplepaw. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's how adults work. You wouldn't know, but... He introduces himself as Stonepelt and asks... If they are looking for Stormtail. Snowkit asks eagerly if he's here. But Stonepelt tells them that he's out hunting. Bluekit says that they weren't actually looking for him. But she thinks that she would like to see her father now. I was just gonna say, open. I was like, I was like, it'd be so embarrassing if they don't understand the concept of dad. Like, I would hope that he's visited. <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, is that gonna be their dad and they don't even know? <laughs> She tells him that they're hiding from Patch Kit and Leopard Kit. Hide and seek, I suppose, says Stonepelt. No, Blue Kit said. They wanted to explore camp by themselves. And Stonepelt tells them that a good warrior learns from his clanmates. Snow Kit says they thought it would be more fun on their own. Well, Stonepelt bristled and said it's no fun being woken from a well-earned rest by a stampede of kits. (laughs) I have never, ever had fun in my life. (laughs) Snowkit says they're sorry they didn't realize. Womp. Stonepelt snorts that that's what happens when kits are left to wander by themselves. But now that he's awake, he may as well eat. He leaves the kits. Snowkit turns to Blue Kid and asks, did she have to pick the warrior's den to hide in? Blue Kid snaps. How was she supposed to know? Again? (laughs) Well, they would have known if they had stayed with Patchkit. Blue Kit flicks her ears. They knew where the apprentice's den was and the warrior's den was. What else do we gotta know? Two down. She we know, to we know where to poop. We know where to eat. We know where to fight people. We're good. She tries to look around, but she hasn't tried to see this far yet. And her vision is still blurry. The rock on the opposite end of the clearing came into focus. Blue Kit forgets that she's mad at Snow Kit and tells her to follow her. They reach the lichen on the rock and she prods it. Her paw slips through. There's a gap, Blue Kit says, and pushes her way into the quiet cove. What? It's a den, she hisses back through the lichen. I'm sorry, what? 
It's she's under the high rock. Yeah, there's a space under the high rock. Yeah, that's the leader's den. <gasps> she's just like I am electing myself leader. I am two days old. I think I can do a good job. It's Pine Star's den. A voice replies, but oh. it's not her sister's. Oh. <laughs> A pale silver tom with bright amber eyes is sitting beside Snow Kit. He says, hello, Blue Kit. And she asks how he knows her name. I know everyone's name. I'm Santa. Well, he <laughs> he tells her he was there for her kidding. He's Feather Whisker, the medicine cat apprentice. Aww. His what voice is soft, but grave as he says they shouldn't go into that den unless invited. Blue Kit says she didn't realize it was his den and asks if he'll tell Pine Star. Yes, Feather Whisker says, and Blue Kit's heart lurches. Feather Whisker says it's better to tell him. He'll smell her anyways. And I'd be like, what is, what is this little baby smell? What's this little baby smell? Did I have a baby? <laughs> did, did I have a baby? Am I, a, am I a, I'm assuming Pine Star is a dude. Pine Star is a dude. Am I a daddy? (laughs) Not yet. Please stop chomping on me. Blue Kit looks to him anxiously. Would Pine Star say she couldn't be a warrior now? Yep, that's how it works. You do one thing wrong. Feather Whisker tells her not to worry. He won't be angry. He'll probably admire her curiosity. Snow Kit asks if she can look too. Feather Whisker says one kit's scent smells like curiosity. Two will smell like nosiness. I was going to say two smells like trouble. Make it double. Feather Whisker promises that he's sure she'll see it someday. But he'll take them to the elders. They like meeting new kits. Would you like to meet the elders and then we'll wrap up? Oh my god, I'm so ready to meet the elders. (laughs) I love meeting elders. Blue Kit's pelt prickles with annoyance. Again, they are being shown around, but she remembers Stonepelt's words. A good warrior learns from her clanmates. Yeah, girl, and, like, you should be happy. This is your family. Feather Whisker leads them to the Elder's Den. A tortoiseshell asks him if he's brought mouse bile. Mumblefoot has another tick. <laughs> Mumblefoot? Mumblefoot. The elders always have top tier names. I'm ready. Another says that he insists on hunting every day. He's bound to get ticks. (laughs) Mumblefoot says, the day I stop hunting Weed Whisker is the day you can sit vigil for me. Weed Whisker! (laughs) 420 Weed Whisker! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I'm sorry. That was just such a visceral... Weed whisker, I got my truck. (laughs) Okay. Weed whisker says he'll never stop hunting either. There aren't enough apprentices to keep them fed these days. I'm weed whisker. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sorry, it's such a good name. Feather whisker points out that Patch Kit and Leopard Kit will be starting their training soon. And we've got another pair on the way. Guys. He steps aside, <laughs> revealing Blue Kit and Snow Kit. So cute. This is so cute and wholesome. I'm scared. Weed Whisker looks up from his mouth. 
And Mumblefoot sits up. Kits! The tortoiseshell's eyes brighten and she hurries over to give Blue Kit a soggy lick on the cheek. Mumblefoot's a girl? No, no, this is uh, a different one. Oh. You'll learn her name soon. I like that she gave a soggy kiss on the cheek. Uh, Grandparents is the same no matter what the species is. Snow Kit gets the same treatment. Feather Whisker says it's their first time out of the nursery lark song. <clears throat> he caught them trying to make a nest in Pine Star's den. Lark song. Lark song. She is Christmas embodied in a cat. Yes, she is. I want to hug her. Oh my god, she's my little. Blue Kit starts to protest that they were not, but Lark song interrupts and tells her to take no notice of Feather Whisker. <laughs> He teases all the cats. It's one of the privileges of being a medicine cat. Medicine cat apprentice, Feather Whisker corrects her. Mumblefoot says that that just means he does all Goose Feather's duties while that lazy old badger pretends to look for herbs. Goose Feather. Larksong looks sternly at him and says, and tells him that Goose Feather does his best. Mumblefoot says he saw him sunning himself by the owl tree fast asleep this morning. Wait, Goosefeather gave the prophecy. Goosefeather gave the prophecy. We're not going to meet him yet, but we'll learn a little bit more about him. Is he going to, like, lay eyes on a blue kit and be like, you? (laughs) (laughs) You! You! No. Featherwhisker tells blue kit and snow kit to take no notice. Mumblefoot and Goosefeather have never seen eye to eye. Boyfriends. Larksong scolds Mumblefoot that he shouldn't be saying such things. He knows Goosefeather is the kid's kin. Uh, he huh? is? Oh, yeah. He is? Larksong says that Goosefeather was her mother's litter mate. So oh, Goosefeather and Moonflower are and siblings. Stuff. Wow, we're actually recognizing siblings. Crazy. I guess I guess I think the difference is when Firestar came, he had none. Obviously, he had no family, but now that we're witnessing growing up in the clan, yeah. and we're gonna see, we're gonna see more di- of an a, emphasis on that—a different kind of narrator. Uh, I, w- yes. I wouldn't say Firestar is like a totally unreliable narrator. Blue Star is. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but we at least get the familial connections. Yes. No, and I think sisters, a pair of sisters, becomes a very powerful throughout God, I love uh, that. the series. Uh, you... I do love a pair of sisters. Uh, I'm from a pair of sisters. You know I love that. Well, these are just two sisters. I no other siblings. Practical magic. Like, ugh. Larksong sweeps the kids forward with her tail and urges them to tell them all about themselves. <laughs> They're two, two days, days old! old. <laughs> so Blue Kit says, her name is Blue Kit, and this is Snow Kit, her sister. Their mother is Moonflower. And their father is Stormtail, and this is the first time they've been out of the nursery. And that's it. That's it. There's, that's it. There's that's, no all that's all that's about them. Weed Whisker tells them, welcome to the clan, little ones. Wait, I should have named you Weed Whisker Hobbit. Please stop. That was a, I'm sorry we didn't start this to enough, but it was also a uh, shortcoming on your part. I'm sorry. Stop. Please. <laughs> He's just like, chomp, chomp, chomp. He like saw the mic and is like, I'm eating that now. The mic on my headphones, not on this side. (laughs) Well, Weed Whisker is sure they'll be up to trouble in no time. Kits can't help themselves. 
We Snow whisper, King I bet yawns. you were trouble back in the day with a name like that. He, oh, you know it. Snowkit yawns, and Larksong advises Feather Whisker, Whisker to get them back to their mother. A lot of Whisker Snow names, Kit's huh? eyes, yeah. Snowkit's eyes are drooping, and Bluekit notices her legs are aching and her belly is rumbling. But she doesn't want to leave. She wants to learn more. What did Mumblefoot's tick look like? Where was Goose <coughs> Feather now? Once back in the nursery, they settle beside Moonflower. She asks what they saw. Everything, Blue Kit says. Not everything, my darling, she tells them. There's a whole forest to explore, and that's just the claim territories. Snow Kit asks how far the world stretches, and Moonflower tells them that only Star Clan knows. I don't Blue even Kit think says, Star Clan knows, because like, they seem to have not. like limited space up there. Anyway, Blue Kit sorry. says, but her legs aren't strong enough to travel that far. Her mother's voice continues as she drifts to sleep. They'll grow, my sweet, until one day they'll be strong enough to walk the whole world. And that was the end of chapter one. <laughs> that was just chapter one? Holy crap. That was just chapter one. We had to, we... Sorry, we're going to take forever few... on this, folks, but... Oh, God, 42 chapters, yeah, we're going to take. Some of them are really, some of my chapters I have so far are pretty short, but I feel like in the beginning, one... Love being in baby time. Love baby time. Yeah, this, like, and two, I, I want to spend the whole time in baby time, and I know, like, eventually we'll have to move on to pain time, but I want to stay in baby time for as long as we can. And I feel we have a lot of new cats to meet. Yeah. Because these are, uh, a lot of these cats, you know, don't show up in uh, their the first series. So we need to learn them, and we're going to kind of explore some of the relationships in the clan already. And some of the some of the social politics of Thunderclan. Like, I don't know why, because like I know it's not like what really happens in Warrior Cats, but like part of me wants like like an arranged marriage sort of like vibe from like. I don't know why my brain's blind. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, that's like the vibe I'm getting because I guess we just haven't met the dad yet. We're going to meet the dad um, next episode. I'm ready uh, to meet the dad. I'm so ready to meet the dad. We're, we're going to meet the dad. It's not arranged marriage, but it's... Um, we'll meet the dad next episode. <laughs> Is he a good dad? Mm. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm like already getting the arranged marriage vibes. <laughs> Well, we're going to meet the dad. We're going to meet Goosefeather next episode. We're going to meet a bunch of other clanmates. So that's that's exciting. I'm kind of just going to be throwing a lot of names at you. Oh, God. You'll I'm, you'll get it eventually. I'm going to fail this test. <laughs> I hate pop quizzes. I don't have a pop quiz for you next. Maybe I'll make one. Oh, God. Haven't I'll I cried? Won't I cry enough in this book? You will. You will cry enough. Okay. Anyway. I'll put a poll up. <laughs> uh, make sure, folks, um, if you want to keep in contact with us, a great way to do that is to follow us on our Twitter. Our Twitter is WCWITcast at twitter.com. Um, and if you want to get in contact with, us, contact with us in a different way, you can email us at WCWITcast at gmail.com. And if you want to help with the podcast, a way you can do that is uh, to leave a review uh, share it with a friend, um, you know, 
post about it, tweet at it, about it, uh, Instagram about it. I don't know. You, you know more about social media than I do. I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm, I'm almost 30. I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. So you know what to do. Snapchat I'm it. still closer to 20. Um, yeah. Tick, TikTok it. Tick, <laughs> tick it. Tick it. TikTok. Tick it. Tick it. Tick it. Tango. Anyway really helps us out when you guys share it and we really appreciate everyone who listens join us join us next time for some more baby time baby time part two because i'm ember heart and i'm tangle tongue and this has been warrior cat what is that